Blog Talk Radio. All right, so really quick, um, I'm just going to uh, to throw it back because we have had a little technical issue here. Ah. Um, really quick, happy Football Sunday. Welcome to the fourth episode of Brickhouse Fantasy Radio. A uh, special shout-out to IFM Radio Nation. Uh, we are the newest members of IFM Radio's sports team, and if you enjoyed this show... You should check out the boys over at Sports Talk DT Tuesday nights at 8 p.m. Um, after our live show, you can find us on iHeartRadio. You can search IFM Radio Nation. Uh, our episode will pop up, and you can search us on Apple and Google Podcasts as well as on Intune. With me is DC, and I am Kamish. Today, as always, we want to talk about fantasy football what that means for your roster, and we'll go over some games of the week. Uh, injury updates will come before those 1 o'clock games, and we will take questions from you about who to start. Call in at 515-605-9898. Um, had a little technical uh, issue going on, but we have thrown out a few names on the injury report uh, to – consider the Russell Wilson with the finger 
seven to eight weeks, do we discuss the Geno Smith? Uh, maybe, maybe not. Zeke expected to play, but he's got that knee injury. We got Teddy Bridgewater, Swift, uh, Chase Edmonds, Amari Cooper, Antonio Gibson, TJ Hawkinson, Cortland Sutton, Devontae Parker, and Melvin Gordon. Those are some names that we're going to kind of go over uh, to to try to figure out if that's the move to make or something to pay attention to. So uh, sorry about this technical difficulty here. But, um, yeah, it, it, <laughs> so far uh, DC and I have been, like, mashing it out, going head-to-head, and there was no audio. So. Yeah, I mean – Really, we've been mostly agreeing on everything, but oh, so I guess maybe sure. you're waiting upon the day, possibly. Sure, 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 sure. We'll, we'll uh, let them think they missed a whole hell of a fun time. That way they'll keep listening, right? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, um, yeah you, got, you guys missed him. He, he almost punched he missed, me in. You missed him. Uh, really quick, we do have a caller here. Uh, welcome to Brickhouse Fantasy Radio. What's happening? Who do we got today? Yo, 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 yo. It is your boy ESPN from the hood, a.k.a. LeVar Boss from Jack Child, better known as Sports Talk DT. And I'm live with the Brickhouse Fantasy Radio team. What's going on, fellas? What up? What's happening, man? Welcome, welcome, welcome to the show. Yeah, man. So I had to call in and see what y'all had to say about uh, Mr. DeAndre Swift. Should I start him or sit him down today? So I'm going to be in the back, uh, you know, behind the scenes. Checking it out and waiting, waiting until y'all get to that DeAndre Swift segment. Word. Yeah. Well, it, it's coming, yeah, wait for the interview report. Him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> waiting for that 11:30 moment, man. Where yeah. Yeah. Up, I mean, um, it, it, and between him and Williams with the hip, uh, it's it's a tough it's a tough call because one of them, if one of them sits, the other is going to have yards. They're going up against the Vikings. Uh, there's there's points to be had out out there for for Detroit, but who gets it? That's that's the name of the game. So Absolutely. earlier, so, this, they, they were saying he's expected to be active. the The eleven thirty report is upcoming, but not nine o'clock this morning. They were saying questionable, expected to be active. So for me, if he's active, play him. He, I mean, because over who? Over who? For, over okay. who? for my roster, for, for is, is either is either Swift or, or Kenyon Drake. Oh, yeah, come on. Swift, baby. Swift. Swift. All right, well, cool, dude. All right, know, so... We, we, we... <laughs> Go ahead. Are you going with... Are you going with Hubbard as your secondary running back from for Carolina? Or are you going with... Uh, Melvin Gordon as your secondary running back. Ooh, what do you think? Ooh, that's a really good. That's a really good question. I really feel like the uh, that eleven forty, eleven thirty, eleven forty uh, report is going to make the difference. I think um, Hubbard is probably the better pick, with Gordon kind of on the fritz, if you will. Um, that's a that's a lower leg injury, and Williams has shown flashes of, uh, of like, of good play. So, right now, just 
just before the before the official is Melvin Gordon in or out, I would say Hubbard is a good play. I think Carolina's defense is going to keep uh, the offense available. I think Sam Darnold has been playing good enough to make that a serviceable play. Uh, so I think Hubbard is the better option right now. Um, if I had if I had to just pick one, uh, DC, what do you got? Well, I like the direction that Hubbard's carries have been moving, right? Increased every week. That's nice. Gordon, you know, it, there's a chance he doesn't play. So then now, now your now your question is answered for you with that. Absolutely. Um, um, but should, should he play? I don't know. I'm not. I'm just not a big fan of this fella. Pittsburgh. Has Pittsburgh been stopping the run this year? I mean, let's see. Hey. Yeah, Pitt, yeah. Pittsburgh's not giving up points to running backs. No, no. I think Hubbard, you play, man. All right, cool, cool, yeah, cool. Hubbard. I'm just gonna listen. To, I appreciate it, man. I'm gonna set my lineup, and I'm gonna be sitting in waiting until you discuss some more of my guys. So y'all boys have a good nice. show. Thanks for calling, brother. Hey, appreciate you. Oh, definitely. Mr. DT, Sports Talk DT right here, uh, Tuesday is at 8 p.m. Check them out. Thank you very much for uh, participating in the show. We, we, we appreciate the love, man. Most definitely. Hey, make sure y'all tune in every Sunday at 11 o'clock to Brick House Fantasy Radio, the hottest radio show for all of your fantasy football needs. Y'all boys have a good day, uh, good show. I'm, I'm listening, though. Y'all boys have a good show. Thank you, brother. Talk to you. All right, so we got the first one in. That, that I like that. That was a that was actually a good comparison. The Chubba Hubbard. It's it's one of those that nobody really wants to to talk about what the, the backup for CMC is, but it, that's a real thing. Cause I mean, yeah, and it turns out if Carolina, someone drafted, Carolina is playing, and that was a sharp ad. Like if someone drafted him, wow, what a smart guy. You know, good job. Yeah, like exactly, it. exactly, yeah. and that's that's the that's the kind of stuff that we end up feeding off of is those good pickups. Yeah, definitely. I like the Trump Hubbard stuff. They, Gordon, I don't know. To me, if you drafted Melvin Gordon, it was for the first four weeks. You know, like let's just hope he gets something done before they go to the rookie. No, sure, but the thing is, is when when people are playing in a ten or twelve team league, like this guy's. He's he's going. He, he's not looking for RB one status. He's looking hmm. for that RB two slash flex type of play. And hmm. uh, the Panthers up against the Eagles is a weird matchup because sometimes the Eagles defense is crushing it. Uh, sometimes they're letting points just flow through, you know. Hmm. And then the Broncos Steelers. That's that's why I like it. Is uh, that matchup there is is very interesting. You got Bridgewater out, Lockett playing. If Melvin Gordon is not hurt, like he could take away points from like a Javante Williams, and it could be a serviceable play. Over here on the yeah, he's, the the ESPN, I'm, I'm not favoring him. I'm just I'm just saying Chubba Hubbard against the Eagles seems a little bit 
a little bit better of a play to me. Oh, it is. It is. Than, like, according to the, the ESPN uh, matchup research, Pittsburgh is allowing the fifth fewest points to running backs, right? Philadelphia is allowing the fifth most. Yeah. yeah. Right? So, yeah. So, that, the matchup play is Hubbard, without a doubt. It's a home run. Okay. Okay. Um, I like it. I mean, that's that's just good participation. That's what that is. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. So what do we got? Eleven uh, thirty. Um, let's. So, Russ Wilson is out five to eight weeks. <laughs> so you took it to the conversation. He's got a finger boo boo. So I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have it. I'm gonna have it. No, he's, it's not he's a finger boo boo. He, he, he's got a finger boo boo. Okay. The guy snapped his finger. The guy snapped his finger. He still tried to play, and they ended up pulling him. They're like, wait, it's just dangling there, all weird. Let it uh, dangle. You should probably not. Let it dangle. He says that's the. <laughs> Rub some dirt on it. Call it a day. I don't so know. Let's get to get the, get actual, I don't know. No. Let's get to an actual fantasy football conversation here. Okay. Geno Smith. Geno Smith. Um this is this is a this is a tough one because nobody wants to hear the name Geno Smith. No, don't after him, right? I mean come on. But but the guy played pretty well. Uh, for for what he was dealt with, his numbers do not portray what his production was. Can you agree with that? Well, mm-hmm. I don't think he played well, but I think there's optimism he can play better in the future. Um. I think Metcalf was fine with him. I think Metcalf is okay. Yeah, because that's that, that's the that's the big question mark. Yeah. Is um, you're 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 starting Russell Wilson, and you're trying to stack him with DK or Tyler Lockett or, and Russ has been very reliable. He's done several seasons without missing a start, and now he's not in it. So is Geno Smith? Good enough to keep DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, Chris Carson in your lineup because those are, those are the players that we're actually rostering and playing and and who are going to be affected by it. So, so I mean, right now, right now, I, I would have a good amount of confidence leaving Metcalf wherever he was at in my lineup. Um, Lockett, um, I would say there's potential for regression because. I think a lot of us have noticed there there appears to be a nice little teamwork chemistry going on between Lockett and Wilson. So if Wilson's out of the picture, then that has potential to affect Lockett's production. And and Carson, I mean, I got him on one of my teams and he was kinda out of his on his way out of my lineup already. Prior to this injury. Now okay. the guy's missing time with a neck injury. Geno Smith's quarterback. I don't know if I'm playing Chris Carson. So I would say Metcalf, play him, lock it, 
I mean, if you have receiver depth, maybe go that way. If you don't, try try it. Keep your eye on it. And Carson, hopefully you got some other running back. So what what, what was it about Geno Smith's play that you thought was deemable to say he didn't play well? Like what what he threw he had a touchdown and an interception. He was ten for seventeen for hundred and thirty one yards. Um, and four or five, I want to say about four of those plays were like massive, uh, massive yardage throws thrown on point that were called for pass interference and like are not going to add to his stats. So the guy's like realistically looking at over 200 yards and right around let's say 13 or 14 of 17, if it wasn't like blatant bad pass interference calls. So, so, so if I were to say this guy threw 15, 14 out of 17 for 210 yards with a touchdown and an interception that basically the receiver just tripped as he was releasing the ball. So that, that, that interception to me isn't like, Oh, fucking Geno Smith threw an interception. Like no, that was just a bad, a bad scenario. So, so fourteen of seventeen for a little over two hundred yards, and let's say no interception. I mean that that's not a terrible game for coming in at the half. I mean, no, that wouldn't be a terrible game. He he did much better than the standard Geno Smith. That's that's all I'm okay to throw out there. Right. Is I I, okay. I I think the lack of love for the the good side of what he did, um, and letting letting the game script or letting like whatever play happened that wasn't like he's throwing dimes to the chest. If Jalen Ramsey's just that good, and he makes a stop and it turns into an interception, I mean you know like that it is what it is. It's, I I'm not gonna I'm not gonna put that on Gino. Okay. I, Do you I think, based on his play, he had a ton of targets to lock it, and then a, and and then all of his completions came from DK. So right. can I mean the Carson thing? Yes, you were on your way out with him. Fine, uh, the run game is going to be shifty, but yeah. I can't find a reason to downgrade Lockett or DK. Just okay. because Geno Smith, based on the play that I saw. Yeah, I don't know. Like that, it, I suppose it's, it's just a difference of opinion. Like, like I, I think there's good reason for extreme skepticism with Lockett. Like, if you've been sitting here this whole time thinking that a good part of Lockett's value is his teamwork with Wilson, then Wilson's gone. So you can't include that in Lockett's value anymore. Yeah, but the targets that Geno Smith has provided to Lockett once he was in would say that that's it's a fair discussion. Hmm. He had ten targets, only five receptions, because three or four of them were pass interference or somebody from the Rams like completely just holding him, tackling him before the catch. Dude, Lockett almost caught the ball. Like if 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 uh, 
the Rams weren't there, even after it was tipped up, if you watch the game. Um, he was still, like, he put his body in the, in the right position to catch the ball. Somebody else was there, and they took it. But he, he's, he's been there. He's a reliable receiver. And it doesn't seem like Geno Smith uh, is scared of trying to feed it to him. It doesn't seem like it. I mean, do you have it in front of you? He has 10 targets. How many was Wilson? How many was, was uh, Smith? Uh, I'm pretty sure it was three to seven. Okay. It might be four to six, uh, but but I'm I'm pretty sure the targets were in favor of Smith. Okay. What about the catches? All uh, Lockett couldn't catch. The, like they would not let off him. The defense was on point for the day. So I'm pretty sure the out of the five, I think three, three came from Russ and two okay. from Gino. Okay, but 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 still, like the the tar- so the, the targets are still there. You got in, pass interference. You got you got defense playing really well. But Gino was not overthrowing it, underthrowing it. I mean that's. I guess why I think it's a fantasy relevant conversation is because there's a difference between watching a quarterback completely bomb it. You know, we've had plenty of, you know, backups step in and just, Oh, like, like Peter's not putting the ball in place. Yeah. It, yeah. It's just, you know, like he has a good pass. Great. But like most passes are shit. Mm-hmm. This is not that this is, this was, this was a game of where, where out of the 17 passes, 15 of them were completely on point. I mean, that, that, that percentage is a good thing. Not to say you have to roster him, but for, for the other players that are fantasy relevant, it's not that he's not giving them the ball. It's just that that game, defense was, was on it. I mean, they didn't want to give up those big yards. Uh, Lockett had uh, three passes that I – physically watched that were just on point. He could have laid out or it was at the numbers, but somebody was dragging him down. So it's, it's, I just don't feel good smashing Gino over that game. That's all. Okay. It's it's not, it doesn't seem fair to me because if he puts it on the numbers and somebody else tackles the receiver before they can catch the ball, why is that Gino's fault? Hmm. I wouldn't say it is. Did you watch the game? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you I feel mean, like you, you yeah, feel I like do. the I mean, throws, that it was bad throws? Is that what you're saying? No, it's more that he was – okay. Look, when you watch Seattle game and they're full strength, you see Russ running for his life most of the game. And – Yeah, every week. Okay, right. right. So – and then he's Russ. So it's like – he runs for his life, and then he does some magical shit, and all of a sudden they're downfield. It looks great. It's awesome. It's fun. Gino running for his life is not the same optimistic opportunity. And he was out there running for his life, and it looked the same as he's ever looked to me. Like, he, he's not a guy. He, he has an arm. Like, 
when he was coming in as a prospect, all the scouts said, oh, look, he's Gino. He can make all the throws. Maybe he's an idiot. Like, that, that's, that, that's what they said. Now he's out there running for his life, and I don't think he's going to get it done. I think you can play Metcalf. Anything else, it's wait and see at best. I don't know. So for next week, next week it's the sit sit locket. If I had receiver depth, yeah. If I don't, I'll probably play. Okay. Him. All right. So let's look at uh, some teams here. I just wanted to uh-huh. agree to disagree on the on the Smith situation, that's fine. Uh. Um, I, I think the amount of targets Lockett had is usable. So um, I think I think going forward it is a possibility to use Lockett. Um, but it is what it is. Alright, so well, any other games? Uh, okay, eleven forty. All right. So, why don't you get into some of these the, the gambles, baby? Like, let's get into making somebody some money. Uh, let's let's, let's give somebody an opportunity to find sports talk or sports line, sports book. Open up your apps and get ready to bet on this week's games. Okay. This is some of my favorite picks of the week. Packers minus two and a half. They're playing on the road at Cincinnati. I mean, if the Packers were favored by five, I'd probably take it. You know, I I think they're going to beat Cincinnati by at least a touchdown. I don't see why not. They've been pretty hot since the Saints game. So, I think that that's probably for me the safest pick of the week. Take the Packers on the road minus two and a half. Um, I also like the Chargers playing at home minus two and a half. So, it's same thing. Chargers been scoring points. Okay, we all love home games, right? Right. So basically, if it's minus two and a half at home, they're looking at it like it's a push. They're playing Cleveland. I don't think Cleveland can score enough points to hang with the Chargers. So, I mean, they have a nice defensive line. Miles Garrett, Jadavian Clowney, they've been they've been putting pressure on people. But, you know, Chargers, they, they've invested a lot in their offensive line, and I think they're going to protect Herbert, and they're going to put up a good number of points. And Cleveland hasn't shown that they can keep up at a pace with a team that's scoring big points. So, I would say – my second favorite pick on the board is Chargers at home against Cleveland, minus two and a half. Um, so it just as far as, like, my confidence level at all these picks, uh, Giants at Cowboys over 52 seems pretty fair to me. Um, the Giants haven't shown that there is some type of elite defense that's going to hold down the Cowboys. Um the Cowboys have played four games. In in two of them, they've looked like like a lean, mean scoring machine out here. So if you figure 
They're playing a mediocre team. They should get 30 points. This is where I'm coming with this. So to cover the other 22, 23 points, Dallas defense been giving up yards and points all season. So I think I think 52 is an easy over for Giants at Dallas. Um. So lastly, we have tonight's game, right? Big game. Big, on the big game, not a big game scale, this is a big game. Buffalo at Kansas City. I think everyone's excited. I think the Chiefs cover minus three, no problem. So that's, that's fine for me. I, I'm very confident in all four of those picks. Now, some other stuff that's kind of worth looking at. You got both Miami and Detroit plus 10. Ten's a lot, okay? So I don't particularly love either matchup. If I were to take one, it would be Detroit um, because they appear to be healthier at the moment. Um, injured quarterback, that, that's a big deal. <laughs> so I would say as far as the top five picks of the week, in order of confidence, I would say Packers minus two and a half, Chargers minus two and a half, Giants at Cowboys over 52, Chiefs minus three, Lions plus 10. And then if you if you want some additional action, maybe take a look at uh, – I, I think there's going to be a, a good amount of action on the over for Bill's Chiefs. I think people are expecting a lot of points there. I don't know if I'm expecting that also, but it, it's something to look at. And we got Dolphins, you know, like I was saying, they're getting 10 points. 10's a lot. Take a look at that. So, you got some good picks on the board this week. Denver-Pittsburgh under 39.5 kind of makes sense to me. You know, but it's such a low number. That's how come it didn't make it up on the confidence rankings here. Same for Tennessee-Jacksonville. I don't see a lot of points being scored in that game, but 48.5 is kind of a low number. It's not as bad as 39.5, right? We're looking at Denver at Pittsburgh over under 39. <laughs> like, that's scary. Right. <laughs> like, like that, that, that's a game when I see those two teams, I'm thinking, oh, maybe it's an under. But 39.5, man, like, I, I don't know. I don't keep my money in my pocket on that one. So, I mean, do you, do you, do you have any opinions about the selections? I mean, I think, I think the way you're, you're going at it this week is, is a good approach. I think, I think um, a, few, a few of these are tough, man. Like, you have your, you know, top ten, and then you share your top five, you know, with us, but it, is, is it, um, is it the fact that you're putting money down or how much money, like with, with your picks, have you put any bets down this week yourself? No. Cause I'm, I'm, I'm just curious to see what level of confidence that you're at. Like we, we talk about fantasy football and I, yeah, I mean, I got, I paid my buy-in. So I know exactly how much I'm willing to wager on. I think some of these these picks uh, sound great, but it's like how much do you put down on that? 
You know, are you well, are you putting for, for me five I, or ten dollars? Are you I trying to put a hundred bucks down on a game? I, for me, I don't think this is a reasonable form of gambling. Okay, I think this is just something that the listeners may be interested in. Um, and now sure. I, I've been, sure. I've been tracking my five picks uh, every week since week one. Okay. Okay. I'm, I'm thirteen and seven. So hit go. and that's hey, listen, listen. That's what I want Brickhouse Fantasy Radio to be is. Are we hitting on our calls? Uh, this is this is some, this is something that we're we're not going to call it right every week, you know. But what so, we do is it's worth something. Right. So to ask me if I went over to my local bookmaker and got a sixteen parlay ticket, no, I didn't, and I never will. I think it's totally irresponsible. Okay. It, it like if I were to do something what? like that, if I were oh, to do man. something, if I were to do something like that, it would be I would bet futures at the beginning of the season. Okay? That like there's money in that. But well, we need this, to like for this week to week stuff, it's not for me. But but I know that I know so, that the listeners have interest in it. So, and on that front, um, the DFS, the week-to-week. Any I, players I, that you feel like are, are, are absolute, like, just pay whatever it's worth for uh, on DFS? If I were to I start – If I were to start a DFS lineup with, like, some major power expensive players to kick it off, Justin Herbert and Dak Prescott would be players I'd be considering to just sit here and pay for him. Um, Derrick Henry. I think I might pay for Derrick Henry this week. Okay. Okay. That that seems like a good play. So um, I, I do. Devontae Adams. I do like that one. Devontae yeah. Adams. I would pay for Devontae Adams this week. So those would be the um, expensive players I would consider paying for in DFS. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Um, really quick, just going over, I, I listed off um, a group of names that uh, we should consider for the injury report. Uh, some of that's coming out now. Here, uh, DeAndre Swift, he's in. Okay, DT, DT, you heard it. Swift, in. Play him. Swift, yep. So, yep, there it is for DT. That question, question and answered. Boom. Uh, Yeah, Swift, Swift is the clear play there. Um, Thanks for asking the question. Uh, With with it being a groin thing, it's kind of hard because those 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 and like the hammies for the fast guys. Oh yeah, that that yeah, are are kind of a thing. So like groin for a running back, it's like oh damn, like could could kind of linger. But <clears throat> Swift is in up against the Vikings. I kind of feel like that's one of those. Yes, you 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 don't have to because not many people were pulling him off of their roster. Right. 
you know, like it was just one of those where that was the player that you were waiting to see, do I fill it in with somebody else? And thankfully, you do not have to do that. It it appears that he's one of these people that just lives on the injury report. So when we we know that there's a group of those guys out there and we have to take the injury report kind of differently when it comes to these people. There's certain guys just, their name shows up in red every week. You kind of got to just right. say, well, if he's playing, that's about the best news I can get. Now, I agree. Fast guy, bum wheel, that's a big problem. But he's a running back, so it's a little different than a receiver. He's not, like, in full sprint mode all the time. Yeah, that's true. Right? So that's, I, that, that's really what that, – that's what you figure, you figure, like, you know, the way uh, weight – and mass is distributed over the human anatomy, like bum hamstring, that, that's a sprint. That's what's going to fuck you up is a sprint. So right. I right. put me back. Um, all right, so the Swift thing, um, we got the other couple of names that we listed off here. Uh, Chase Edmonds, that's another one. I think that people are trying to kind of lean on for some points. Oh yeah. There's no there's between him and Amari Cooper, again another big name. It's the freaking four o'clock games, man. So they won't post anything right now. Can't get any new information on Chase Edmonds or Cooper. Next on my list was Antonio Gibson. They were talking about him having a stress fracture on his shin. Yeah, I heard and that. So all this all of this questionable business. I really felt like he was done for the week. Uh, update, he is in. They're showing him as healthy. He is going to play. So Antonio Gibson, got to leave him in there. Yep. Uh, with 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 the stress fracture on the shin. But he's, he's, he's playable. He's going through. He's, he's going to play through. So um, just a notable, notable name. Certainly. I think that's like a fresh, yeah, it's like a fresh name for this season. I was like, I I must start. And I really thought he was going to be out this week, but he is not. So Antonio Gibson, play him, make sure he's in. Make sure he's in. Um, TJ Hawkinson, that's another one. He was questionable. He is also in. Okay. Make sure you have them in the lineup. Um, the past game look, has been moving through him, so I kind of feel like that was also another notable. Uh, Cortland Sutton was questionable with a sprained ankle. He is actually going to be playing this week as well. Healthy, they removed that designator. So Cortland Sutton, I, it's a tough play because of the Drew Lock situation. Yeah, I, I kind of, I, I'm hurting for him a little bit because I think Sutton's just a, an absolute monster of a athlete, and I want to root for this guy. Um, I don't even have him on my team, so I'm still rooting for this guy. Um, but the Drew Lock thing kind of sucks. The Drew Lockton sucks quite a bit. And and what else you got is, you know, it, the matchup 
I mean, you want to play your, your wide receivers against Pittsburgh. That's a thing. And you can't. It, it's discouraging. And, and you know what? Maybe Drew Locke isn't as bad as we think he is. Possibly. I don't know. There was a point in people said he was. I, I don't know. I'm just leaving it open to be possible. I, I want Tim Patrick to be playable so bad. He just seems like one of those easy one receivers. I would take Geno Smith over Drew Locke. Oh, I wouldn't. Yeah, yeah. If we were doing some type of weird like backups only format, yeah, I would take Drew Locke over Gino. Wow. Okay. Is that yeah. just because of the team, or no? If it was going because of like the team, I would take hatred. Seattle. If I if I was going because of the team, I would take Seattle because they have more noteworthy receivers. I, I really just think Geno's bad, and I don't think I'm wrong. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah. Like, um, this, this is Geno's fourth franchise. Like, yeah. He's a pass-around guy. Well, I mean, that's – this is this is a pretty nice franchise to end up. I mean, it's kind of sad to – we have to compare him with the Jets at their worst to Seattle at, in a in a very usable type of uh, well yeah but I, I guess, type I guess of where 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 I was going is like even the Jets at their worst saw fit to give up on Geno Smith like Denver still has Drew Locke that's true that's true um one other one other injury designator that's actually working against me right now. The Melvin Gordon had a lower leg injury, and so I really thought there was a little boost for Javante Williams. As of right now, they just removed the injury de- designator, and so Melvin Gordon is going to be playing. Do you still think it's uh, terrible of me to have – Played uh, Javante Williams over the likes of uh, Mike Davis? No. No, I mean, I, I think that, you know, so far, Javante Williams has only outscored Mike Davis one time. But I really think that at some point, the kid's going to pop. I think now would be a good time, you know, because Bridgewater's out. Denver is going to need some extra juice to get something going. And, uh, you know, the whole, for me, the whole situation with Gordon and Williams has been like, okay, let's see how long it takes Denver to figure out who they are in this world, right? Like, at week one, everyone's zero and zero, and they're a Super Bowl contender. So you play your veterans. How long before Denver figures out that they're not a Super Bowl contender? And then I think we, we all would agree, like, once, once, like, organizationally they reach this epiphany, hey, we ain't winning the shift this year, it's time to play the kids. <laughs> Let the kids get out there and run around, you know? Yeah. Have a good time. Yeah, don't throw them out there. Let's see if they're any good. You open the season. Hey, hey, hey! We're gonna win. We're gonna win the AFC West. Sorry, Kansas City. Right? 
you play you, you play your veterans. That's fair. But at some point they're gonna get over that crap and, and we're gonna get on the field. True, true, true. Um the last one that I had on my questionable list really quick, Devontae Parker with the shoulder and hamstring. They are deeming him out. So just okay. throwing that out there. If you got him on if you got him in your starting lineup, switch it out real quick. <clears throat> Jalen Waddle. You got about an hour. Jalen Waddle, okay. Go Miami, on, tell me more. Miami, Miami had Jakeem Grant returning the kickoffs and I think the punts as well. And he was out there fumble city like an idiot. So they caught him. Okay. Yeah, what do you have? Two two or three of them like yeah. kind of close together, right? I Yo, mean, now we've got you got Waddle. Like he's had like some, some rookie mistakes, like some miscommunication on his routes and maybe a drop or two here and there. But he he's been fair for a rookie over the first four weeks. Now now he's now he's a kick returner. Okay, so what does he put up? What does he put up in the first four weeks? Do you have that in front of you, or do I need to pull it up? Yeah, I mean we can we can I'm take a look because I know I know it's I know it's I know it's good numbers. It's in, fair in the it's, fact that our league our league also the return yardage. Yeah, makes that a very very interesting play for weeks to come. If right, if that's the thing. I mean, if if your league does not do that, understandable. Um, but. It, it makes it kind of fun to to go. All right, listen. With no Tua, is Brissett usable? Well, apparently for some people, <laughs> it's yeah. it's working, but uh, not on a on a high not on a high ceiling level. But it's usable. And then you got guys now adding extra points from special teams and stuff like that. That that makes it kind of fun. So his points have been 14, 6, 12, and 5. His receptions 14, have been 14, 6, 12, and 5. His receptions have been 4, 6, 12, and 3. Okay. So I mean, not yeah, drop city. if you throw a little extra kick, kick return cheese on that, right? Now, now you got now you've a usable fantasy player. Yeah. 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 Yeah, man, that's that's definitely um, definitely fair numbers. Yeah, you can't you can't, can't be upset with them. That's all. This is why I thought the kick return news was relevant. It was like, okay, this this is a guy that's going to go from usable to playable. Sure, sure. Yeah, I mean, and from the injury report, there weren't. Oh, go ahead. Well, also that he's a rookie, so like. Now, you can kind of also bake in, like, a fair amount of confidence for projected improvement. So this this is a guy, like, really, I think he should be active in someone's lineup today. Okay. Okay. Yeah. At least over here in the brick house where we're giving you the kick return bonus. <laughs> um. Detroit, your uh, the swift move. He's in. He's playing. Um, 
do you have any thoughts on that matchup, just Detroit versus the Vikings? Screw the Vikings. <laughs> Screw the Vikings. All right, well, that's good. Yeah, right, well, yeah we'll, we'll, I mean, I mean okay, like, okay, look, I love my Lions. I can't really sit here and make, like, a coherent argument that they're going to beat the Vikings today, okay? So, really, all I can give you is F the Vikings. Okay. Well, that's yeah. so fun. The uh, the boys from Mixed Reactions that we shouted out last week, um, they were hoping that we would say F the Vikings last week. So, well, hey, you know what? There it is. And it's also a little tribute to uh, all of our IFM radio family up in Detroit, okay. Michigan. Throwing what out the, <laughs> the Detroit wins by twenty. Obviously. Oh my God, we're throwing a party! I like I'm 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 flying up. I'm flying up. We're having we're having a parade down Woodward Avenue. Okay. <laughs> Woodward Avenue Woodward Avenue was the first road fit for cars to drive on in these here United States, okay? And okay. yes, what it was made out of wood, not asphalt. Okay. Good to know. Yeah, yeah that's a little bit of US history for you there on a Sunday morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, uh, apparently up in Pontiac, there's a, a battle of I-75 that oh, like, we heard out from somebody separate, and then all of a sudden you're like, yeah, I know, I know that thing. Yeah, we hope not. Battle yeah. I-75. Yeah. I yeah, I heard the Ohio going to come over and take a whooping. <laughs> So go Detroit, right? Uh, uh-huh. We don't we don't like the Vikings. No, but nice from the Vikings, uh, we have Kirk Cousins, we have Adam Thielen, and then we got the kid. Yeah, this is it's it's upsetting because I I I did put a lot of stock into Thielen. And um, it, it it hurts. It hurts to know that he's 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 on his way out. Yeah, that's all. Yeah, um, I think he's he's gonna have some great games. Um, I think that the ability, the skill level is all there, but based on kind of like that game script type of thing. I don't think he is going to be the guy no. that ends up hitting on those um, you know, late last minute touchdown targets and stuff like that. I kind of feel like he's moving past his prime and it's it's, it's a little bit upsetting. Little yeah, bit you're, upsetting. you're, you're kind of counting on that touchdown number to hit and it's like you know, Jefferson's been the one scoring touchdowns the last three weeks. 
Right. Yeah. And the way, not just touchdowns, it's the ones that he's catching. Like, it's it's the the fancy, like, oh, my gosh. Like, <laughs> yeah. Or, or not even just the fancy. What about the in, uh, under duress? Yeah, in in traffic. You know, like when, when, when Cousins is, is panicking, he immediately goes to Jefferson. And, like, yeah, that's concerning because I think, I think Thielen was, was and is fully capable of filling that role and should be fantasy relevant because he does, he will, he will have great games, but Jefferson's fucking it all up, man. Not gonna lie. Yeah, it, it's not good. I mean, Jefferson isn't messing it up. For Thielen, at least the targets are there. I mean, it's, it's not it's not the worst thing. And, and I think you do get kind of like a similar like teamwork bonus. Like he, him and Cousins know one another. Like kind of like Lockett and Wilson. And if you just go over his targets, right, it's there. 10, 7, 9, 8. Huh? Huh? Yeah, yeah. Right, what's that? That's eight and a half per game? Is that like, yeah. He's getting his chances. It, it it does appear to be a little bit touchdown dependent. It's not big yardage. So we'll see. Yeah. It's it's a tough one, man, because like Cousins has been performing. He is still top five um uh, in like yards. Even after that little bubby game last Yeah. Yep, yep, okay. no, he's still he's still in the mix. Okay. Um Stafford I believe lit up with like a little over or pretty close to sixteen hundred yards. I mean that's because he had this that's game. Easy. I thought but, Carr was up there too, right? Yeah, Carr. Yeah. Murray. Yeah, Carr, there's, Carr there's, up there's there. several yeah. names that, that are uh, that are that are not Notable for being like top heavy in the yardage that are, are very much in play this season. Yeah, the new NFL season, man. Yeah, yeah. I think Carr was averaging like 400 yards a game over the first three games. Even 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 other players. I mean, there's 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 definitely uh, just Stafford at almost 1600 yards. It's pretty fun, dude. Yeah. You, you yeah, know that the guys in Detroit are upset. That I mean, it's, it's the story of the team, man. Like, like we get all-time great players and then waste them. That's what we do. It's the game. The name of the game, baby. Well, no, that's the name of Detroit, man. We, like, like, look, we get all-timers and then waste them. That's what we do. Stafford's just another I one. Loved, uh, I loved watching um, Calvin Johnson talk about – I was watching a video the other day watching Calvin Johnson talk about the NFL receivers that he thinks could be great. And the first name that came out of his mouth, thankfully I have him rostered, C.D. Lamb. Oh, yeah. 
You gotta love. You gotta love it when the boys when when Megatron goes shout somebody out. I mean, yeah. that's yeah. It's 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 worth a smile. Yeah. For listening to that. Yeah, you. I, I like listening to the to the old players share their opinions. Uh, all right. So injuries have really been kind of caught up with because there's only a few big names that uh, we needed to worry about. Games of the week. Um, I wanted to just bring up really quick the Cleveland defense. Okay. I... I feel like they have they're like a group that has been under the radar. Um but it's 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 the sneaky it's the sneaky D, bro. Um I'm having a hard time playing some players up against Cleveland's defense just because I don't know, I would say Miles Garrett is is the answer, but uh, they've they've been tough yeah, to yeah. assess. It, it definitely that's, that's, it I think all, that's where it comes down to. It, tough, it all starts with Miles Garrett, man. That that guy is menacing, and you know they got him a buddy this year, so he's out there with Clowney, and and they're they're doing work together. Um, they're they they don't have an elite coverage group. I think Greedy Williams their number one corner. So he's okay. So yeah, high pick in the draft. Yeah, I mean, so so like like but. I'm looking at playing guys against the chart against the the Cleveland. It's more like how how is this team's offensive line? Okay. So like it, it last week when they played the Vikings, the Vikings offensive line is poor. Don't play any Vikings guys outside Justin Jefferson. That seems like that should have been the answer to any question like that. Now, this week, Chargers is different. I would play Eckler. I would play Keenan Allen. I would play Herbert. I would probably play Cook, too. I would play Mike Williams. I would not play Cleveland's defense. Yeah, no. Cleveland, yeah, no. 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 Cleveland's defense is a, is a no-go. Yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. I don't know. I I'm looking forward to seeing some 49ers games over the next two three weeks here. I think there's gonna so be what 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 you th- you think Lance is gonna carry him? I think Lance is gonna take off, and also. Like, even more than just, like, hey, I got a feeling that this guy's good, like, something that's a little bit more objective, we'll say, is just, like, look, new quarterback. So that means possible new favorite receivers. Secondly, favorite receiver, Kittle, out. New favorite receivers. Okay? Third, extreme turnover at the halfback. So this is, like, a lot of things changing, like, personnel-wise, different guys getting on the field, different guys getting chances. So I'm saying 
when it comes to the 49ers, I think there's some opportunity for, like, winning on the margin. Like, there's going to be some guys that are generally available, either on waivers or for, like, a cheap trade value that are going to perform better over the next couple of weeks here. So we got to watch and get in on the ground floor this week, next week, maybe a third week. Yeah, yeah. All right. Real quick, uh, we got we got a we got a caller in here. I believe this is the champ calling in. Champ, are you there? Champ, damn right it's the champ. <laughs> yeah, damn right. <laughs> it hurts What's so going bad. What's fellas? Stuff, but okay. What's happening, man? <laughs> Happy Sunday. Welcome, welcome to Brick House Fantasy Radio, baby. You know, you know, same old, same old. Trying to, trying to get off this, this losing streak I'm on. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Uh, got a couple questions. It's, it's kind of picking up where we left off from last time I called, and I got a couple spots, man. Smile Sanders guy. He's, he's. Oh. Uh, like. All right, wait, really quick, just publicly, publicly. I'm gonna I'm gonna say it. Alright. I'm just gonna bring it up so we can get the get this off the table. I'm sorry about the Kirk Cousins play last week. Okay? You, you know it is it, it you you really don't have to apologize because like B C said, with Kirk Cousins you can get thirty one week, you can get ten last week ten next week and unfortunately that ten came for me last week, so you know what I'm saying? He's hot and cold, that he can be freezing, that he can be on fire, and then he can be a glacier out here. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, it is what it is. Uh, I'm trying to move on, move, moving along. You know what I'm saying? We'll keep that, we'll keep that in the past, man. We'll yeah, absolutely. Listen, listen. Yeah, and the only reason, listen, I, I talked to DC about this is uh, we you brought up Zach versus uh, Kirk Cousins. And yeah. we both sat and, and went, uh, yeah, and unpacked. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and it's, and you know, like when we, when we came up with the Debo, when we come up with the Debo, we both went, no, play Debo immediately. Yeah, and, and Debo, and, I mean, that added you Definitely more shine. points than we lost you uh, on, yeah. <laughs> on the – on the cousins thing, so like yeah, no we kidding. are in agreement so far. Uh, we, we've been hitting, it. so <laughs> yeah, I just wanted yeah, to throw yeah, it out yeah. there. Yeah, bad, bad play last week, but um, there were other good plays suggested. So yeah, what do you got? What do you got for was. this week? What do you got yeah, for this week? Yeah, this week. Um, week. Um, um, uh, another another one that that I'm coming back to the the tight end position. Now, Devontae Parker's out, okay? So there's going to be a little more targets coming around. And he's, and Gusecki is going to be the designated big body. Yeah. For them. yeah. You know, Jakeem yeah. Grant is gone. He's traded to wherever the hell he got traded to. He, he's probably on someone's practice squad right now. Um, but, uh, uh, yeah, yeah Gusecki's the big body. You got Waddle. You got Wilson. You know, so so I'm leaning towards Gusecki, but them Chargers, you know what I'm saying? I like I like DC's pick with the Chargers, and, and I think Herbert's going to air it out. And at the same time, 
just like you said, Kamish, and I totally agree with you, um, Cleveland's defense is underrated. Cleveland's defense is underrated. Um, mm-hmm. That's who mm-hmm. that's who Kirk Cousins was playing when he decided to drop a little 10-bagger for me. You know what I'm saying? Right. So <laughs> after, after his little hot streak. They've just been sneaky. Nobody's been street. talking about them. I know, I know. Not fair, I know. because and, I feel like, and, I feel and, like they and, should have been discussed. And it, it wasn't a thing, and so I feel like that that uh, that matchup was underrated, and I kind of feel like the, the the so so you're you're looking at you, the week episode four, you're coming at us again with should you play Gizeki yes, or am. Cook? Is that what I'm? I am, I am. That's one of my <laughs> that's one of my questions. I definitely am. And to be honest with you, I'm thinking about Gizeki because. Miami's playing Tampa Bay, and you know what I'm saying I I I I I'm tired of Miles Sanders. He showed me something, so I'm going for net this week. You know what I'm saying to okay. back. He's starting to get a little hot, and it's Miami, okay. unfortunately. Okay. And also at the same time, and we discussed believe, last week. We we discussed last week that he was that he was a serviceable player. And what did he do last week? Like yeah. 16 points. And yeah, yeah, like fifteen point eight, something like that. He got me on the bench and so, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, the high so, You know, and it's What happened? You're leaning towards Gusecki. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm leaning towards Gusecki because I feel like Brady's gonna go go up like twenty one zip in the first quarter, and it's gonna be nothing but passing. You know what I'm saying? Like that's that's basically what I'm going. That's basically what I'm going on right now. Like it's gonna be pass happy because they're not gonna be able to hang. You know what I'm saying? And it sucks saying that as Dolphins fan, but you know I'm a realist at the end of the day. We're trash, and we something gotta something gotta get something gotta get. So um. I don't think Tua's back yet. I believe he might be back next week. It's going to be another Brissette sighting. So, yeah, I'm thinking it's going to be pass happy, at least from second quarter on. So, um, so yeah, I think I'm going to run with Gusecki. I think I'm going to run with Gusecki. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And at the same time, last last week, they both they both did they both did some 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 work yeah. for me. Uh, Jared Cook had more yeah, points, but it was two only about like two. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Less than it was only two. Like yeah, less than two. It was like 1.8 so, or something. Yeah. I mean, I, I think you have good reasons for favoring Gusecki. I mean, out, outside of the whole, like, either or type of a question, like, I do think Jared Cook is a playable person against Cleveland this week. Yeah, absolutely. Um, absolutely, exactly. Yeah, but yo, know, your your reasons for selecting Gisaki are more than fair. Yeah, definitely. More than fair. Um, now back back to this Miles Sanders guy. Oh, this this oh. guy. <laughs> this guy. <laughs> this guy. Yeah. This guy. You know yeah. Um. Yeah, man. Because even even last week, man, Gainwell he snapped. He snapped. He got you seventeen points on the bench. He did. You know what I'm saying? And and as you look as you look at if you look at how it's been going this year, even though Sanders has been the starter, Gainwell has outplayed him almost every week. It's almost. trending in a direction where Gainwell may be like a the more playable option in that backfield. Yeah, scene. yeah, because he's yeah, like most of the passing we discussed, down, and he's getting some rushes. He's getting some rushes. Yeah. We we discussed this last week. Is that like Philly's trying to figure themselves out? 
So yeah. most, uh, I would have, I was comfortable saying Sanders uh, was was the guy, but after last week, I mean, it's it's hard to ignore. It is that yeah. Gainwell, that is. Gainwell could be like that. Look, this is the week. It's funny because this is the week where it kind of tells whether or not he is or isn't. Like you, 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 you've already gambled on playing uh, Fournette. Yeah, yeah. Which so I actually think is the right thing to gamble with. The, with I do too, but uh, gamble with Gainwell in this kind of league, like where it's twelve teams with a deep roster, and you're already going to gamble on Fournette. I mean, you you've got to be pulling out either Amari Cooper. Or Kamara to play Gainwell. So no, no, you can't not do that. Really. Well, well, no, I, no. I think that like in that that RB two slot where you currently have Fournette, it's only a matter of time before Gainwell is your play. Yeah. Okay. Do you see? Is Gainwell not the upside? Like, is that not the high ceiling? I I I would want like because in this case he has Fournette and Kamara. I would say do that, play that. But like moving forward through the season, like I said, I think it's only a matter of time before Gainwell is established as hey, who's Philly's running back this year? Gainwell. I think yeah. I think that's the direction we're moving in. Now, if, if I was if I was can't. I would want to wait until I see it first. Like, just go ahead, play tomorrow, play Fournette. But just know, like, you're going to get to a point where Fournette is is not the guy you want to play over game. Not right now, but a couple weeks down the line, that's what I'm expecting. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I feel you on that. I do. But um, yeah, I'm gonna go with Fournette against the Dolphins this week, and then just like you said, and plus like Jalen, Jalen Hurts is is still doing his little razzle dazzle, which is hurting Miles Miles Sanders at the same time. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, yep. it is hurting. He, 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 he is. He really he's just a physical specimen, bro. But the fact that he he's been dragging the way he has has been, been rough. It really has been. It really has been. So, um, but, uh, yeah, man. I am. I am. I'm on my way to Melo. <laughs> oh, yeah, I am. We can, we can hear it. We can hear my, it. My team, level yeah, 40. Yeah, I can hear it. <laughs> <laughs> on the way. <laughs> on the way. Pick time for me, yeah, definitely. And then um, DT called in about about Swift. That was my other. That was gonna be my other question. But you guys, you guys pretty much summed that all up. He's he's gonna stay yeah. in my lineup. Yeah. Um. But um. But yeah, I think. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Yeah, yeah. I pretty much got everything set, man. I pretty much got everything set. So, um, I did a trade this week. Yes, you did. Um, okay. I did. Uh, we, we spoke about it. We spoke about it. Um, you gave uh, up a trade for Schultz. 
for Schultz and um, Pittman. Shout out, shout yeah. out to King of the Hill. Shout out to Hank, Hank over there. You're doing it big over there. Nice little squad. You know what I'm saying? Got a nice little squad. And I and I see I see why he did it. He had guys to spare and he was a little low on, on running back. So it was actually a good trade on both sides. I really do. Now, on your end, D C you better hope your running back stay healthy. So I got to say. Like, yeah, that's you, true. You, you, um you, Yeah. You better yeah. hope your running I, back I think, stay healthy, I think but I can get some I think I can get some mileage out of this uh, Latavius Murray stuff. I do too. I do too. I do too. But like I said, what's he, he's not he's not exactly what what you call a healthy camper out here. You know what I'm saying? He's has his injury right. woes, but but we're yeah. not gonna we're gonna knock on wood on that for you. Um, yeah. But um, but it's it's a good one. You got you got Schultz, which is an underrated tight end. Dak Dak's, Dak looks for him in the red zone. He does. He does look for him. And Pittman was a great pickup. Even though I felt like you didn't really need him, you just you just felt like your receivers weren't all that. But I think your receivers are pretty decent. I think Antonio Brown is going to come back strong. Keenan Allen has been a surefire for you. Um, and, yeah. Uh, yeah, Tim Patrick was a good waiver pickup. Um you, I mean, you got two Buffalo receivers. Yeah, Emmanuel is he's gonna come up. Cole Beasley, he's gonna get his in there, but you know, he it's it's gonna be in kind of spurts. You're not gonna get consistency out of him. So I understand and that. Man, but man, but man, between he loves, Cole Beasley loves the the seven catches for 35 yards, right? Yeah, exactly, exactly. So okay. you're gonna get some points yeah. out of him. You're gonna he, get he some points that. out of him. Let me see what his yeah, especially I mean PPR. That, that, yeah, that, I mean, that's see, definitely ten. usable in a full PPR. PPR. Yeah. And she has points. Cole Beasley, 10.5.6, So, you know, he's not that yeah. bad. Not that bad. Yeah, one bad game. Yeah, but, but yeah, uh, I, I, the Pittman. I feel like to, uh, I, I think I could play Latavius Murray. Like, like it's all good. And then, you know, if I ever get Carson back, great. Yeah. And uh, I, I just really feel like my, my receiver, too, is a, it's a platoon situation. So it being is. able to it bring is. in, being able to bring in Pittman, who's been averaging 11 targets or what is it, 10 targets over the last three weeks, that's good right. news. And then Schultz. So I get Pittman and Schultz, I give up punch. And and I'm looking at my team like okay I got a couple running backs here let me let me let, let's juice this wide receiver platoon here because now I can really go ma- matchup stuff on it. I mean, but but Antonio man he's 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 gonna show out soon, bro. You know he just came off COVID and then first week back eleven targets. You see what I'm saying? That's, that's like, why he's in the lineup. Yeah, yeah. So that that yeah that that's why he's in. And, and you know my Miami's up today, so you know it's free reign. You know, yeah, that's work here. Yeah. Come and get it. It's Miami. Yeah, yeah. Especially, yeah. I mean, my, Miami does work. have quite a bit invested in the cornerback position. Yeah, you're right, but you know, it's when 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 the defense is out there for long periods of time, pretty much for the most of the damn game, it's. It's hard for corners to stay like that, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. 
it, it truly it truly is. Even though we do have one of the best cornerback cameras in the NFL now, but you know, offense got to stay out there a little longer, man. Get them boys some rest. Let them boys get mm-hmm. that get yeah. that, that get mask on them. Let them get some air. Get that oxygen mask on them. You see what I'm saying? So, <laughs> but um, but over yeah, man. But overall, you it was it was a good trade on both sides. It really was, and we just gonna see how it plays out. Like it, it definitely both of y'all, you and Hank, y'all definitely upgraded y'all rosters on that. Okay. Like, y'all both have y'all both have one of the one of the more stronger rosters in the league. You know what I'm saying? So it, it hurt. It hurt. I love Kareem Hunt so much, and I didn't, yeah, I, didn't why, I, I didn't like the trade. I didn't like the trade because I think he was giving up too much with Hunt. But I I, um, I kind of I, too, I think but, I think the overall overall like game like you're talking about is is valuable. So I can't talk too much shit about it. But like like initially when I first heard it, it was like why the fuck why are you giving up Hunt? He's hunting him. He's he's got him in multiple leagues. Like. It just seemed it seemed too much, but then the the outcome I mean, like you're uh, talking about, like the overall like game, is yeah. there. Yeah, so yeah, it is, it is, and I and I'm looking at so, points now. Yeah. I'm leaning with Commish, man. It's fifteen point six, five point eight, twenty four point five, fifteen point oh, yeah. six. And mind yeah, you, dude. he's sharing. He's not even the main back. He's just sharing the load. No, you feel no. me? So and, you know, that's you know pretty what the trend, no, but, but but he needs the position. So like the position Exactly like even exactly. gaining six or eight or ten points in a certain position could really make a difference for you in your fantasy league, even giving up twenty points uh at the running back but gaining eight points at the tight end position or, you know, like a different position, it it, it makes up for that. Uh, because what are the points worth if they're on your bench? You know, that was exactly. that was my last post on Instagram. It was like, <laughs> I don't always score a lot of points, but when I do, they're on my bench. You know, like that. So, <laughs> so gain something for your for your for your for your roster, like that's actually going to be playable, usable. So it's definitely a the conversation. Yeah. Well, you 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 filled him out though. You got you got a decent tight end. Logan Thomas was all right, but Schultz is better. Even and Logan with, Thomas won IR. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, you. Yeah. You're still giving a Kareem Hunt, but you got back. You got back some stuff. You got back some. Stuff. Yeah. Thomas is on IR. I mean, I have Goddard, but so I. I don't know. I'm more comfortable playing it week to week with my tight end. You know, kind of like you're doing. I mean, you are you are I mean, you weren't you weren't giving up Cooper Cup for a practice play. I tell you that. Yeah, you know exactly. Yeah. <laughs> shout out to Pittsburgh, man. Shout out to Pittsburgh, man. Shout out to Beef Supreme over there. Burritos looking mighty beefy and supreme over there. I tell you that. Yeah. Oh man. Beefy. Yeah. So yeah. Beefy. Yeah. Beefy. Yeah. That. See that, Dave. That's a situation you asked me. Under what circumstances would I hold back on Tyler Lockett if I had Dana's team? Okay, like Dana's got those four receivers. 
Dana's got those four receivers. Pick pick any of them. Pull them. Right? Pick the best one. And Cooper Cup, the best one. Pull them. Switch them with Tyler Lockett. I'm playing another three. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But, like, like with my team, right? (laughs) Like, I would play Tyler Lockett with my roster. Country might be a bad thing. Personally, I personally, my, I think it compromises the integrity of the sport. Uh, I don't know. I think you're going a little bit. Like, little, like I think the only way that. you could, I think the only way you could do it and and maintain some level of reasonability is to really commit to only sending garbage teams over there. Like, because otherwise, because look, look, think about it. We're, what do we play, like four London games a year? That means four times a year a team plays a home game in another country. That's ridiculous. Yep, this is true. This is that true. is utterly right, hey, ridiculous. Really quick, we got, we got another caller in here. Uh, Chance, stay on. Uh, Breakout Fantasy Radio, what's going on? Who do we got? You know, I take offense to to him saying they send only garbage teams over there, considering they sent Miami <laughs> one twice. That's <laughs> <laughs> actually not what I said, but okay. Good listening out of you. Okay, kind of. Well, 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 I mean, Atlanta, it was Atlanta and the Jets now over there. Yeah, but no, it was the Dolphins last year, wasn't it? But what I was yeah. saying is they should send only garbage teams. Like, that would be the only right way to do it. I mean, they kind really of do, though, sure. in all fairness. Well, but I'm saying even that. Because then teams are like, oh, well, if they crash on the way over there, at least we're only losing, you know, <laughs> Atlanta no. and the Jets. Like, like, why, like, why should Atlanta have to play a home on that? Yeah, that. right. Why should Atlanta yeah. have to play a home in another country? Yeah. It's, it's messed yeah, up, man. That's that's it a does fair mess point. with That's things because it should be in the it should be at 
Atlanta. And so the fact, like, he's making a good point. Like, their home, their home game is a little jacked up. Right. So now I mean, you're have you about have you been? Have, you've obviously right? haven't been to a, a Dolphins game in a few years because every every Dolphins game is an away game. Just as many fans there for the other team as there is for ours. So I was at the Bills game. It was half and half oh, at least. Just, oh, yeah, man. I, neither here nor there. I had season Terrible. tickets one time. I mean, this was like 10 years ago. But the, the one in 15 season, I had season tickets. Oh, man. Every, every week, same shit. Jacksonville, New England, Buffalo. It's like, oh, my God. I'm going to a new city every weekend. Oh. Yeah, no peace and quiet on offense at all. None. No, no, and, and not to mention it's, it's the Northerners, man. The Northerners, man. They come down here. They soak up all the sun. You know what I'm yep. saying? And, and 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 you know they 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 okay, come well, in and they breathe breathe it up all our South Florida air. You 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 go you go live in a city where you got to shovel the snow out of the driveway before you can leave your house. See how that see how that goes. I, I have I have I've been yeah. stuck in a blizzard <laughs> before with my keys locked in the car. Which, it sucks. There's some boys. I know there's some boys from Maine listening to this show. So oh, I just want to shout out to Paige McBeach. Remember those? And, and these guys from Waterville, Maine. Uh, so are people listen, from Maine? Yeah, are they just Buffalo Patriots Bills suck. fans? No, no, they're they're. What Pats team? Fans. What team do they usually go for? Where? Patriots, Pats, dude. Patriots, yeah, that figures. Everybody yeah, just claims they're winners Pats, when they're, they're from all New England. Pats. Yeah, we live like 500 and, and, miles away, and, but yeah, we're friends. And all, we're, we're Patriots fans. <laughs> they're all butthurt about the the Brady thing. There's there's a radio station like specifically uh, geared towards like just trashing uh, the Patriots' decision to to let Brady go. So, well, that, yeah. Yeah. It, it well, that was a dumbass decision. I mean, a very dumbass decision. Yes. I think it was the Super Bowl over our first year but, away. Like, jeez, man. I will say, what's up, those guys in Maine? Uh, unfortunately, yeah, shout out to them for still being fans of football. Yeah. <laughs> and not just basketball. <laughs> call. Feel free to call in. And uh, and talk your shit, but 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 yeah, it's the, <laughs> the Patriots. Are hey, Kamish, good 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 win this week. Good win this week. This guy. I've learned a valuable lesson. If you're playing, if you're playing Kamish in fantasy football, don't take his <laughs> advice that week. Oh, Just don't take it. Oh, All right, you can take it any other week. But if you are playing the commish, do the opposite of what he's telling you. I'll tell you right now. So what? 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 Give me a break of time. I'm not going to get into details. I'm not getting into the details. Right, I'm not getting into details. <laughs> I want you know. details. You know. <laughs> no, no, I want no, no, I got, no, I got no. the kettle corn in the, in, the, in the microwave right now. I want yeah. details. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we're going to unpack this. Go ahead. Go ahead. Tell, tell them. Go ahead, go ahead, come on. Uh, just, you know, you what, know, just the, you know the whole uh, Kirk Cousins, who, who, the whole Kirk Cousins thing. <laughs> I don't think he purposely does. He just wants to create just a little bit of doubt. Captain, <laughs> just Captain sit back Kirk and watch the fuck up. Kirk. Gotta love him. 
Right, so, Captain so Kirk, stay less on the fucking Enterprise, goddammit. Oh, yeah. We did address this uh, earlier on. We did address this. Is that, listen, Kirk Cousins, statistically, we had a lot of numbers well. in our favor. And, yes, I know we we jacked it up with the call, uh, but there were there was some data to... Actually, back that up. Like we we yeah. we, uh, we unpacked it, and and it, it, it's tough because yes, yes, the uh, the cousins move was a bad call. But just so happens I'm leaving him uh, in my lineup we, today, we, but it's only because he's playing Detroit. Sorry, Levi. Fuck off. So he should go off for about thirty-five, forty today. No problem. Detroit. Yeah. Yeah, I think their defense is like what twenty sixth or twenty ninth, something like that. It's not great. Yeah, I mean it's it's hard. Um the the cousins You got a lot of receivers. Rough. You got a lot of receivers you can catch the ball. Should apologize about that situation, but Yeah, you don't have to apologize. I mean, I, 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 right. I out there was a hit. I tell yeah. you what, uh, 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 speaking of the, speaking about those main guys, so said about New England. What's up with uh, letting go um, uh, 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 top flight over there? One top five yeah. over there. Yeah, giving he got picked. Away. He got picked up in twelve hours. Yeah, well, of tough. course he did. Like, like yeah. what's going on, New England? Like. I agree. I expect this from the Dolphins, but not New England. Yeah. The thing is, like, didn't you say it was a contract thing? I believe it was. I believe it was. They didn't want to pay him or whatnot. (laughs) And it was getting, you know what I'm saying, a little heated over there. So they just decided to cut him. Well, like, not even trade him. Let's try to unpack it. We think the Patriots are smart, right? I mean, they got a good staff. Yeah, they got a good I mean, coach. Yeah, but they are looking yeah. like they're rebuilding. Right. So we I just think smart. they need to they need to stop getting to their feelings because well, there's well, no reason why you get to the top five it, corner like, for nothing. Let's try to understand it from the point of view that assumes these people are smart. If they right. pay him, you think there'll be any good over the life of his next contract? I mean, yeah, he's getting older. I, I, I and and and, and I will the team that. be good? Like, like, with. I think you're going to see a lot more of that in the coming, coming, you know, months. They're going to start replacing a lot of their older guys with the younger guys, rebuilding for the next decade. They know yeah, where they're I at. Agree. They just yeah. got beat by the Dolphins. They, they got beat. They're getting beat Jones by everybody. Said. Yeah, you know they got yeah. rid of Cam. They went with Mac Jones. I mean, me personally, I I didn't think they really had to cut Cam. To be honest, like y'all could have just kept him on the on the team. But I don't know Jones you know, is good it though. It is what it is. He is, but you know. So so let me ask you this: Where where does Cam end up? Where is a good fit for Cam? Retirement. That's the fun You got to wait till the next quarterback goes down. Seattle, we're kind of there. We're kind of there. 
Seattle. But 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 yeah, um, but Seattle. Denver. It's, it's not like maybe, but Bridgewater's doing what, good. What made what made Cam good to begin with, though? What, no, what made Cam separate from the pack? It wasn't his arm, really. It was his I mean, scramble ability. It was his running ability, yeah, and he's losing yeah, that. He's, he's getting older. He, I mean, there's I more interceptions now than he ever has. It, because because he's trying to he's he's trying to uh, um go with what the Sorry, critics say. He need to be more of a passing quarterback. This and that. Nah, man. You need to do what you do best. Because one thing about Cam is he doesn't run just to run. Like, when he runs, he runs because he has to. He sees the opening. He's a smart running quarterback. He really is. And he's he's big as hell. He's got he's basically Big Ben on wheels, Big Ben with little wheels. But he sells victim <laughs> to the critics. Yeah, he victim to the critics. I would like to see Cam on the passes. I mean, that wouldn't be Yeah, I'm just curious as to where Cam ends up. Like the, the, there are a few teams now that could utilize him. So who yeah. is that? Like Denver. Denver is a good one. Seattle, like you said, like the, like you're right. Quarterbacks are going down. Denver, Seattle, Washington. That okay. I mean, Heinke's not that bad. Uh, yeah, he's not. He throws some interceptions, but that's only against good defenses usually. What's Washington's record? Like two and two. So yeah, I, I mean, yeah, they can stand to improve. But I don't know. Seattle, I I don't know that Geno is the answer. Um, Denver, no, they, the answer. like 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 if Denver wants to say, hey, we've had Drew Lock for three years, we know who he is, and he's not good enough. We'll bring in Cam. That would be a fair decision, wouldn't it? Fair enough. Yeah. Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. Like there's there's opportunity for Cam. I mean, hopefully it doesn't end up. Shit, I, 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 I wouldn't I wouldn't mind him on the Dolphins to tell you that much. I definitely whoa, wouldn't mind him on the Dolphins. Come on now, guy. We we already did that. We you don't you remember what happened when we got Culpepper? Like some old no, ass running don't, quarterback. Don't, don't 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 try don't try Cam like Cole Pepper. Don't do that. Don't do that because <sighs> everybody they're knows. very similar. Yeah, that's not fair. No, that's not fair. no, 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 no. I don't like Cam. All right, Moss Moss made Cole Pepper, and that was it. Once Moss was gone, Cole <laughs> Pepper. Good. I like we, that. <laughs> we we knew who we thought he was. We knew who uh, when he went to the Raiders. <laughs> when he went to the Raiders, he was trash. Absolute trash. Yeah. He came to Miami. He he played for Detroit as well. Like no no good. Yeah, Detroit. I remember Detroit too. He was he was letting he was letting uh, 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 Megatron get the business every time. He would throw he would throw right into Megatron, getting boom, getting hit sticks every every time. time. Yo yeah yeah every time. Like I remember that very vividly. Yeah yeah no good. Like I know it's Megatron and all, but but. You're yeah, like, you're just put him out there to the die. Hit, but, right? oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, you wonder why yeah. the guy retired so young. That's probably why. You feel me? Exactly. Yeah, that that year right there probably took a nice toll on him. I, I guarantee yeah, you that. You know what? I guarantee yeah. you that. <laughs> yep. Yeah, Megatron. Nate, Nate, Nate Burleson, shout out, right? Yeah. 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 We all yeah. love Nate Burleson. Yeah. Old, old school Detroit. Dre Bly, what up, though? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jerry Bly, he was, he was, yeah, I liked him. I liked Jerry Bly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I went to Same a game where I, that one the game. I picked up Brett Favre four times. Yeah. Yes. And then Brett Favre, Brett Favre got his ass on that, that overtime win against the Broncos. Oh, that yeah. Against, uh, yeah. With Greg Jennings, yeah. first, first play. First play yeah. of OT. Yep. Yep. Yeah, the pump fake. Yeah. Yeah, pump fake bomb. I think it was Greg yeah. Jennings, and I'm not mistaken. It, it was, yeah, deep to Greg, Jen, Greg, Greg Jennings. He faked a little hitch, pump fake, go. Yep. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Oh, man. So what do you think? It's time to watch some football, you guys. It's about that time. Yeah, 1 o'clock game is coming up. Um, listen, thank you, boys. Uh, got a champ really for go. calling in. Uh, I'm hoping, hoping to have the same next week. Uh, but thank you very much. Uh, we are going to wrap it up here. And just so that we can finish up the, uh, the lineup, you know, we need, we need a little bit of time to, to go through the injuries and uh, and all that. So yeah, I'm going through mine right now. Man. It's looking like, looking like Hubbard's going back in. Okay. Hubbard's going back in. Okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's this is why we're not playing. What do you guys think about that? Yeah. I mean, think, so, him or A.J. Brown, <laughs> who would you put in there, Commission? I ain't playing you this week so I can listen to you. <laughs> Wait, are you talking about A.J. Brown or – A.J. Brown. A.J. Brown. Yeah, what's his face is out. I right. mean, he was out Gul- last week. Julio's he out. He didn't really do shit. Was out yeah, because he got hurt. They both got. They both were out. They were both out last week. But um, oh. Julio's out this week, and he's playing. Yeah, who's out again? Okay, he's playing. Yeah. Too. I, I was Julio's Brown. out. AJ Brown may may not get a hammy this this week. So him or Hubbard? I mean, I'm thinking Hubbard. Say pick. I mean, it. it I I would say Sounds Brown, right. but. You would say Brown, but the Hubbard, Levi? Hubbard, Hubbard, listen, Hubbard, Hubbard's gonna get you the rushing yardage. So, like, my guess is just real quick. Uh, my guess is Hubbard gives you like eight points. Brown gives you around who, ten. Who's, who's Tennessee playing this week? Tennessee is playing. Wait, what did you say? He said, who's Tennessee, Tennessee playing? Tennessee is playing oh, uh, uh, Philadelphia, 26 in defense. It's all Philly. green. Philly. AJ oh, Brown's playing Jacksonville, 21st. Not much difference. You better hope it's not it's not another King Henry day. Because if it's a King Henry day, then I don't know about AJ. I'm expecting yeah. a King Henry day. If, if there's any one player on the whole board that I would pay up for in DFS, it's Henry. Yeah. That's yeah, what I'm thinking, too. Yeah, but his question is Hubbard. Right, what but about you heard what Kelby Hubbard? said. Kelby said, hey, like a big day for Henry might limit your opportunities for Brown. Do you think today is a Henry day? My answer to that is yes. I do, too. Jacksonville, they're going to run all over I, him. I, it could be a 200-yard game for him. 
Yeah. 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 I, I would play Hubbard. Yeah. All right. So we got I, one I for Hubbard, one for AJ Levi. I'm going with you. Hubbard's going back Hubbard? in. We'll see what happens next week. I, I will go with Hubbard. I think it's Brown. I think it's Brown. But like, all right, you got two. You got two. Uh, yeah, two for Hubbard, for Hubbard and then you for AJ. Let's hope yeah. the is wrong. Yeah. On let's let's see what happens. Let's see what happens next next Sunday. Call in. All right. Yeah. Happen. Sounds good. Happen Happen here. What, the, what the hell happened? All right, nice. boys. Listen, All right, was, thank you very much for coming in. All right, good job to you guys. All right, guys, boys. Good. Later. All right, so. All right, well, folks, that's the show. Thanks for listening, right? You know, IFM, all those guys. DT, thanks for calling. Yeah. Right, we're still we're still waiting yeah. for our guy Albert to call us back. I thought we were friends. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I've been waiting for that guy. Waiting for that guy too. But this is the fourth episode of Brickhouse Fantasy Radio. Uh, and shouting out to IFM Radio Nation. If you search IFM Radio Nation, uh, our episode will pop up. So that's that's the place to start. Um, and thanks to uh, Sports Talk DT for calling in today. And uh, like, dude, it's been exciting. This has been fun. Yeah, I agree. Let's watch some football. All right, happy football Sunday. Uh, if you want to listen in to the show on a later date, you can search the IFM Radio Nation. You can search iHeartRadio, Apple, Google Podcasts. Uh, this is DC, and I am Kamish. Uh, I hope you guys have a great fantasy football Sunday. This is uh this is this is the good. So, All right. Have fun. Have fun. We're out of here.